everybody, and welcome back to Dorks of the Roundtable. This is Nick. And I'm Cody. And we are here to bring you an episode to talk about Scarlet Witch. Last week we talked about Doctor Strange, and this week we're going to do the other half of the new Multiverse of Madness movie. Alright, so where do we start to get off? Let's uh, start with our uh, basic facts. Uh, real name is Wanda Maximoff. Um, but she also has a couple of aliases that are listed. Um, she's also known as Wanda Frank and Wanda Magnus. So I didn't find anything about Wanda Magnus, um, but I did see that with Wanda Frank, it was because she had found out at, in one storyline um, that she wasn't, her parents weren't who she thought they were. And then the people she found out were her parents or thought that they were her parents, where her last name was Frank, so she adopted that name for on the top of their sake, time. yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, base is typically in Europe. Um, obviously, that's subjective, depending on exactly what you're reading or watching. Yeah, because in MCU, it's Sokovia. Right. Um, so her height is listed at five foot seven, weight one hundred and thirty pounds. She has blue eyes and auburn hair makes sense because we are in auburn um so let's see so i got here for her first appearance was in march of 1964 in x-men number four see i didn't realize going into it that she was that old of a character character. i mean it's uh, i mean we've only done a couple episodes but it's already crazy to think that these guys are way older than i suspected i thought she was kind of like 70s 80s maybe but not fourth issue right um, so, and the first time you see her, she ends up joining the Brotherhood of Mutants because Magneto saves her life, um, due to a fire that she accidentally starts. He saves her and Pietro's life and they kind of just join the Brotherhood out of debt, more or less. They don't really want to do it, but they're like, well, you saved our life, so, you know. Gotcha. All right, so what do we have listed for her powers? And I mean, this is another long list, kind of like Doctor Strange, so... Uh, God, so her abilities are probability manipulation. So, like, I was explaining to you the other day, it's kind of like if you are uh, playing a card game and the probability of you getting a certain hand in poker is 30%, she can alter the probability of the percentage of you getting that up hand. or down. Yeah, she can change the percentage. Um, elemental manipulation, she can control elements. Um, flight, obviously. Uh, sensing magic, so she can kind of like tell. tell when somebody's using magic too. Um, spell casting, obviously. She's a nexus being with great influence on time. So, uh, in. The X-Men, a Nexus being, is kind of like a crazy powerful being. Um, So we're we're talking beings like uh, um, the Phoenix, right? Yeah, the Phoenix Force, I believe, is a Nexus being. Um, And she can manipulate time, as I said. Um, Teleportation, uh, pretty common. Uh, Time manipulation, another one is... She, it's the same thing as, you know, she can influence time. She can also manipulate it. I don't really know what the difference is, but they're listed differently. Um, reality warping, that we know about from the House of M. And, um, and then access to magical energies, i.e. chaos magic. 
Um, so, and I, I'm sure that you could find other lists of her powers, but yeah. What does it say in the encyclopedia here? Uh, so the the description of her powers of the encyclopedia list is. She possesses the ability to affect prob- probability fields, which you did say, and causes unlikely events to occur. She can make objects spontaneously burst into flames, hmm. rust, or decay. Her hex bolts can also deflect flying objects and can disrupt energy transmissions or fields. Interesting. All right. Um, so let's see. We got the powers and the abilities and skills. So as far as, like, allies... I got less allies and more, like, partnerships that was listed. <clears throat> we got Quicksilver, obviously her brother Pietro. Um, and then Vision, who she ends up marrying and so on and so forth. Uh, also Wonder Man, who after Vision and her split ends up, she ends up with Wonder Man. And then you could say Agatha Harkness as well. So, um, I don't know where they'll go going forward with the TV series. Because, obviously, that right off the bat, they had a rocky relationship. Whereas in the comics, Agatha starts off as her friend and mentor. Um, She does inevitably end up having issues with her and killing her um, in the comics. Now the question is, will they end up forming a friendship at some point in the TV series to kind of line up with that? Well, I'm curious. So, like, I be- I believe they said one division is going to have a second season, right? I I would hope that it does. Um, and I hope they're not done with Vision. Obviously, I don't think they are because they wouldn't have kind of ended that the way that they did yeah. if they weren't uh, going to do something with him. Because I mean, now that the other Vision restored his memory, mm. um, he's not the Vision that he was, but he is still Vision, right? And we like I said, he's a character we haven't seen the full potential of. Well, too. So, you, so if they do a season two, you got that, and then on top of that, you also have Agatha's getting her own show, right? And I'm very so. interested in this because I, prior to the TV series, I didn't even know Agatha existed. No, I, I had I'm no idea. Aware. So, I mean, you know, like I said, it was unfortunate for us that we grew up outside of the generation of comics for the most part. Mm-hmm. I mean. It wasn't as popular of a thing during our generation as we started getting the technology and things like that. So I think our generation was kind of hooked more on that stuff. But we did, however, start getting the movies. Yeah. But there's a lot of characters that we missed out on, and it wasn't until we got into our teen years where we really started developing an interest in this stuff that we've tried to play catch-up. But we've missed a lot of stuff over the several decades that these characters have existed. So that's why it's a learning experience on our end. Um, but that being said, I mean, Agatha, I thought was a great character. I quite liked it. Um, I mean, I, I had a feeling, like, I I thought she was kind of strange in the series. Pun intended. Yes. Um, but I had no idea exactly what she was going to be if she was just a weird neighbor or whatever, or someone else trapped in the, in the hex or whatever. I got a very, like, um... Anybody who's ever watched I Love Lucy, I got a very um, Ethel vibe from her. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and then one that you find out that she's actually, excuse me, uh, she's actually a witch. And I love that it's, she's, you know, actually one of the original witches from Salem. 
Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Like She's it, one of the only surviving witches from the Salem Witch Trials. It's really cool how Marvel, over the decades, has taken real-life situations and kind of twisted them and implemented them into either characters or yeah. situations. And I think it's cool how they've done that in her case. Like, take something that's actually happened in history and uh, and make a character out of it and a story that you could tell that actually still has a viable impact and, you know, even up to what they're doing now. Right. A character like that you wouldn't think, but, you know, and, it's pretty cool. And, you know, kind of backtrack a little bit. I know I'm. you're going to hear me say this a lot because I think Marvel does almost no wrong with their casting, but... Catherine Hahn, who plays Agatha Harkness in the show, is a fantastic actress. I love her. Every time I've ever seen her do something, she's just she's just good. She's good at everything, and I think she needs some more credit than what's been given her. Right. No, I agree. Uh, I I really liked her um, her uh, role in the in the TV series, and uh, like we've kind of looked into this more, so. Um, obviously she could be a character we look into a little bit more going forward. Um, not So not to get too far off topic, but these characters that interfere with Wanda's life in some regard. Um, obviously we know that Wanda also had temporary alliances um, with um, multiple uh, groups. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, there's times where... It's funny because Wanda kind of was one of those characters. She wrote a fine line between whether she was good or bad. I wouldn't say that. I don't really think she's a bad person. I think, as you can see, the, the circumstances of her life have affected her in such a way that she does bad things without really thinking about it or realizing what she's doing. Right. And I don't think that makes her bad. I think it just means that she's not in control of herself. And uh, like we said, I, it's kind of hard to exactly pinpoint the Scarlet Witch exactly because it's almost very similar to the Phoenix Force. It's yeah. almost like it's its I, own I think entity. It's, its, own, it's on the similar vein as, as the Phoenix Force. So it's it's like the you know how the Phoenix Force resides within Jean Grey. or how the Hulk resides within Bruce Banner. Mm. They're their own thing. And it's similar with her, and I, I feel like because of those circumstances, you look at characters like that where they have someone that is essentially living inside of them, they don't always have control. Right. And I think that's what it is. And so they have the ability to tap into the powers, so when something goes wrong with them, they just kind of accidentally unleash what's inside of them without really thinking about what they're doing. I do that after Taco Bell sometimes. <laughs> All right, so... Um, we did allies, so we need to do foes. Yep. So we got here uh, Mephisto. Uh, I don't know if we discussed this last week, but he's essentially Satan in the MCU. He's just kind of the devil of the MCU. He's almost like uh, he's almost like an evil Doctor Strange, is how I always thought of him. But makes sense. Uh, besides the actual evil Doctor Strange. Right. 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 You know. Um, slightly off topic, just to go back a little bit. There's a rumor going around that the if you've seen the trailer for Multiverse of Madness, the, the evil Doctor Strange you see in it, there's a rumor that it's not actually Doctor Strange, and that it's Nightmare, who's, you know, as we discussed... I would actually like that better, because Nightmare is his own 
phenomenal character, and he obviously has a big impact on both Wanda and... Right, so that'd be the perfect time to introduce him. And Doctor Strange. Um, so we got that. We got Shuma Gorath. Uh, we got... Oh, God. Uh, Kuthan. Uh, Thanos, obviously. Um, Agatha Harkness. Again, she's on both sides at some point. Doctor Doom. Um, Immortus. Magneto. Professor X. And Mystique. Some of these threw me off. Like, consider them foes. Because when you think of characters like Professor Xavier... You really don't think of him as being the bad guy, but there are moments in time where he's actually done some pretty questionable things. Oh, sure. So, um, it's, it's really, it's really cool to look at over the years, how these characters have interacted with each other and Wesley. Cause when you look at them from what you know, from a limited point of view, you're like, Oh, Professor Xavier's a good guy, but he's not always a good guy. You know what I mean? So it's like cool to learn. It's cool to learn stuff like that. But I also noticed that there's several characters listed for her top, like top foes that actually overlap with Doctor Strange. Yeah. So they have quite a few of the same issues, and uh, I mean it makes sense because they're both uh, mystic beings and they uh, practice magic and stuff. Well, not only that, I mean when you're a powerful being like that, you're always going to have common foes too just because you know the big bads are the big bads for a reason and right. you need other characters to fight them together to even take them on um now thanos wasn't listed in the research for dr strange but obviously in the mcu he's one right. of his rivals um magneto i think is more of a personal thing Vendetta type was, of thing. so in in a lot of storylines if you don't know Magneto is her and Pietro's father. Um, that's not immediately given as a history, um, but it does come out eventually that that's that's their origin in certain comic lines, certain other ones. Right. It's not the case. Um, and the, so I think that's more of that kind of thing. Right, Plus, so like in the MCU, um, she had her parents. Yep. They got killed. Yep. So she volunteered to be part of that project, and yep. they tested things on her. Using the Mind Stone. Using the Mind Stone, and they essentially created the Scarlet Witch. Right. Whereas, actually, if I'm not mistaken, I believe in the comics, she was not the original Scarlet Witch. Her mother was. Right, right. So, it's... Stories like that, I love when we have universes inside of a you know, a larger scheme. Right. Because you can, like, take the same story or character, and then you make a subtle change, and you're like, wow, this creates a whole new set of problems. Mm. And I, I love that Marvel's been able to do that, and it keeps these characters around that people love, but it keeps it from being redundant and boring. Yeah. It's like the way that they got the connection built between Wanda and Vision and the MCU. He was created with Mind Stone, she was created with the Mind Stone, essentially. Right. That's their connection. The Mind right. Stone is what made them the, the being that they are right now. And that's why she was able to recreate him when she cast her Hex. Right. Because she's essentially him and her are essentially part of the same being in, in, in a weird way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's, 
it's one of those things where Marvel really sits down and they think this stuff out. And I mean, I would love to be in a room where these guys are doing like a think tank and they're discussing all the. I just want to listen to it, you know? Like if they would record their discussions and release them after the movies, like so you could just sit down and see what their processes are when they're discussing storylines. Oh, Kevin Feige's got to have like a genius IQ, man. The dude just plans stuff and knows like everything. And... Well, I remember going back, I don't remember if I've said this before since we've started doing this podcast, but. I remember back a few years ago, they had said, like, they had movies planned out to, like, 2028 Mm -hmm. at that time. Yeah, yeah. So I can imagine that, you know, going forward, they probably got more. And, I mean, with what they're doing right now, gearing up for this movie, who even even knows? They can't do any wrong right now, it just seems like, man. It's like everything that they do is just, like, the perfect decision in every manner with character casting, with story writing, with... Costume to everything. Everything that they do is just like hit, 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 hit right on the nose. Speaking of that, you know what's funny as I was thinking about it? I could be wrong, um, but off the top of my head, since they've started this, so mid-2000s when they came out with Iron Man, right? I think it was like 2008. Right. Somewhere around there, mid to late 2000s. So um, since then... I think they've only recast, like, two major characters. Yep. That's it. Banner and, and uh, Rhodey. Yeah, and that's all I could think of off the top of my head. There may be other characters that, like, well, are they, subtle changes, they, but... I forget. Did they confirm that they're going to recast Shuri, or is it just still in the I, 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 I don't know. Like, kinda... See, that's the problem when you're looking at stuff, is, like, you don't ever know if it's factual or not. Um, you have to get very reliable sources. So I, you never really know until you get it right from the horse's mouth. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, there's rumors flying around that, that they let her go. Mm-hmm. I can't remember her name, but the actress that played uh, Black Panther's sister there, um, and that they were going to recast her, but I have no idea if that's true. So, I mean, we really don't know going forward, you know, exactly what's, and that's a whole, that's a whole nother yeah. basket itself that we could talk about coming up, but. But, so let's get back to, uh. Scarlet Witch here. You want to next on our list is the essential storylines. All right. So um, the encyclopedia here says that uh, the essential storylines that you want to watch out for would be uh, Avengers, the Yesterday Quest, um, and it says that the Scarlet Witch learns her true origins. Uh, next would be the Vision and Scarlet Witch numbers one through twelve. Uh, Vision and Scarlet Witch leave the Avengers and move to the suburbs, which is very similar to WandaVision. WandaVision, but... Was it Eastview or Westview? Westview, right? Westview, I believe. Um, Next would be Avengers. Avengers disassemble. Uh, Scarlet Witch goes mad and attacks the Avengers, killing many of her former comrades. And then, obviously, you cannot leave out House of M... And this is probably one of the most impressive storylines that they've done. In any character, anything. Yeah. Uh, Scarlet Witch restructures reality and depowers most of Earth's mutants. So, I, honestly, like I said, my, my understanding of her powers was pretty limited going into 
her coming into the MCU. Yeah. I did know of her. I've heard of her, and I knew that she was powerful, but I really didn't know the extent. And so uh, watching her character develop, and I learned a little bit more about her as we were watching her in the MCU, and then like we dove into this stuff, and I was just like, whoa. Like, she is literally... Yeah. She's nuts. Remarkable how strong and, and powerful she is. She was, Okay, so let's jump to this just because I know you wrote this one down. She was literally considered to be the uh, Sorcerer Supreme, not for her ability to do magic, but just for her sheer power. Yeah, yeah. She, like, uh, to be put the point out there is Sorcerer Supreme is, like, the best magic wielder or caster however you want to say it in their world on earth right she wasn't she wasn't necessarily the best dr strange was the best she was just so much power behind her the skill that she had that agamotto had to give it consideration yeah even thought about giving it to her instead of dr strange which is remarkable which that in itself almost sets the tone for our discussion for next week in this battle yeah um, let's not get ahead of ourselves. No, we got a whole. But I definitely like even talking about this and like thinking about like what they could do with her character gives me goosebumps. Oh yeah, because she's just crazy, crazy impressive. Um, so let's see what do we got for? Let's see, we got for her major like greatest moments. We'll say so we got. She resurrects Wonder Man, right? Which he dies in one of the comic lines. This is after her vision split. She ends up with Wonder Man and he dies and she just brings him back to life, which is insane. Um, yeah, there's been numerous instances where she's resurrected people. Yeah. Which, I mean, really stop and think about that. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. To literally just recreate matter and yeah. create recreate somebody exactly as they were. And it's funny, too, because usually necromancy is, like, a bad thing in a lot of media, right? Like, to be able to bring the dead back to life and control the dead is usually considered bad. So, again, it goes back to that, she walks that line of good and evil. Um, We got rewrote reality, which we discussed a little bit. Um, uh, Another one was was once considered for the Sorcerer Supreme. Um, She beat Namor... And the Atlanteans by herself. That's she beat an entire race civilization. Yeah. One of which is a very powerful, very smart mutant who is part of the Illuminati, which we discussed last week as brilliant minds. He was part of that. She beat all of them by herself. Um she defeated the Dark Phoenix by herself. That's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh then it's m day they called it in the comics which is when she ended house of m so house of m has started where she kind of erased the things or you know she started doing what she was doing and uh in this one she ended it she, literally all she did she didn't wave her hands she didn't flick her fingers she didn't snap she nothing she literally just says no more mutants and it wiped out 90 percent of mutants 90 percent that's insane 
and many of them died. Some of them, I just, they lost their powers, but that, she, she like... She didn't kill them. No. It was literally listed as the first mass genocide with no deaths. Yeah. She literally just stripped them of their powers. She turned yeah. them into regular humans. Which, I mean, and it's, uh, it was almost, so in a way, it's bad, you know, because she's undoing something that's supposed to exist for a certain reason. Right. But at the same time, at least she didn't actually kill them. And then here's what, I'm going to, I'm going to give you the last fact I got here by asking you a question. In the X-Men universe, right, Mm -hmm. who would you say is one of the, the most brilliant minds? Besides Xavier. Um, Hank McCoy? Yep, that's what I was asking for. Which, in case you don't know, is also Beast. Um, you have Beast, right? You have Hank Pym, also a genius, former member of the Illuminati, in the comics helped create Ultron. And then you have Mr. Fantastic, Reed Richards, also a genius, former member of the Illuminati, blah, blah, blah. Um... The three of them all got together, all tried to sit down, and all tried to figure out a way to make Charles Xavier's legs viable again and to be able to use them again. They all said it was impossible. All of them said, well, it's it's not really, you can't really do it. We tried, we thought about it, we did everything we could, couldn't do it. Guess what? That's no, no reason to stop Wanda. She did it. Yeah. She made his legs usable again. That's, That's crazy. Like, she basically rebuilt his legs, which nobody else could do. Nobody else thought it was possible. Brilliant people didn't think it was possible. She just did it. It's nuts. Absolutely crazy. I, she's just... It's an exciting character. Um, so let's see. What else do we got here for interesting... So we got interesting little facts here. Uh, I mentioned briefly earlier that she joined the Brotherhood of Mutants because of a debt to Magneto... Um, so he saved her from a mob who thought that she was a witch, and she accidentally set a fire to a house. She accidentally set the fire. The mob thinks she's doing it, or magic, or whatever. Right. And they go after her. Magneto saves her. So she kind of just, like I said, she's just like out of debt. All right, me and my brother will join you, and so on and so forth. Right. Um, then another crazy one is uh, she created her children. Yes. Not doing the nasty, literally took nothing and took matter that didn't exist. I mean, if you think, like, of, if you think of it, because I'm I'm thinking about this now, in in certain ways, she's very close to being on par with a celestial, mm-hmm. because I mean, a celestial can manipulate just about anything, and they can create. I mean, you look at characters like Ego. Yep. You know, the living planet and what they did in the MCU. Yeah. And he was, you know, seeding other planets to to create life and stuff. And, um, I mean, so these guys create, I mean, Wanda can literally take nothing and make something out yeah. of it. I mean. And see, the, this thing too is, if you want, uh, spoiler for anybody who hasn't seen the Eternals. In the Eternals, they had to use was I can't remember Ashram right or Arsham Ashram something like that is the name of the the celestial in that movie, and he has to harness almost eight billion 
intelligent beings, like souls or whatever you want to say, to birth a new to celestial. birth a celestial, right? Now, granted, celestials are extravagantly powerful beings or massive, whatever. But she didn't need that. She just took an idea and 3D printed it into life with her magic. And right. her, her two sons, uh, let's see, Thomas and William, which, by the way, she gave powers to, too. She made them mutants. Right. So they later become uh, Speed and Wiccan, respectively, in the comics. Uh, and they end up being, I think, in the Young Avengers, which is part of people believe that they're setting that up as well, too. Now, there was a point in time where her children died. Yeah. And this is where she ends up turning on Agatha. Yeah. Um, what happened was she was grieving, obviously, um, and almost un- unconsolable. And Agatha... As you do when your imaginary slash real children die. Yes. Agatha couldn't stand watching her being grief like that because they were friends. So she wanted to help her. So she erased her memory of the, her kids to alleviate her of that pain. But somehow Wanda ended up finding out that this happened, and she killed her immediately. Yeah. Like, unquestionably. She's like, nope, you're done. And I'm like, so... It's... <laughs> I just think it's so so funny how Wanda's just like... Something strikes Wanda a certain way, she's like, nope, I'm done with this. Yeah. That, but that's dangerous, too. Because... Not only is that the case that she um, has that ability, it's that her, how do I want to word this? Her no Fs to give ability switches fast. Yeah. She goes from you're cool to I don't want you in existence anymore. It just, that's it. Well, because, like, we all have thoughts like that, right, at times. Yeah. I mean, like, somebody's annoying you. Tom Brady. Yeah. Or more recently, Patrick Mahomes. Anyway. Um, so, we all have moments where we f- have emotions like that. Or, like, we don't mean it, but the thought crosses our mind. Sure. But the problem is, is that a thought to her can literally become reality just like that. Yeah. Without even really trying or even even necessarily meaning it. I mean, look what she did when she took over Westview and created a hex that she didn't even yeah. mean to. Just out of... She out Grief. She didn't even realize she had done it at first. Yeah. Until Vision started picking up on subtle cues and stuff like that. And then it just it just kind of blew up from there. Uh, what else do we got here? So I got some of the teams that she was a part of. Obviously the Avengers. Everybody knows that. Um, she was part of the A-Force. Um, I, I believe... I didn't look into it too much, uh, honestly, but... I believe the A-Force was a group of all-female superheroes. Yes, the, and there was people, um, excuse me, there was people that were hoping that that was going to become a thing, and they were kind of hinting to an endgame where all the girls kind of converged to help Wanda. Yes, there's this massive, ongoing, huge, universal-changing battle, and all of the women happen to find themselves in this one little area and fighting at the same time. It's miraculous. Um... <laughs> Nothing against girl power, but it just doesn't make any logical sense. But anyway. Um, then we got Force Works, 
no idea what that really is, to be honest with you. Lady Liberta Liberators, same kind of thing. I would suspect it's similar to um, the A Force. Uh, and then Uncanny Avengers. Mm -hmm. I think that's more of like Avengers, but in the mystical. I, I don't quote me. I believe it's more like the mystical kind of Avengers, or maybe the X Men kind. Because um, in, in the comics, she is a mutant. Right. Whereas in the MCU, she like we said earlier, she was kind of created. Her powers were given to her, and then she harnessed the Scarlet Witch's power through reading... Uh, what was the name of the book? Darkhold. The Darkhold. Um, and, and, you know, in the, they, don't, they touch on it a little bit in WandaVision. Agatha is actually like a teacher to her in the comics, too. Right. She's teaching her skills. She's not so much in the show... Well, that's why I had said I, I wonder if going forward, because we know they're going to do more with Agatha, if at some point in time that's going to be an interaction they have where Agatha's going to teach her stuff. Right. But we know Agatha is of questionable character. She's essentially sure. a villain. Sure. At least as they've established her right now. Uh, I mean, she's a dark, she's a dark witch, you know. Um, so... I mean, it's questionable as to exactly what their relationship's going to be going forward. I hope they don't just... Like, okay, so if she is the villain, the true villain of Multiverse of Madness... Wanda um, or... Wanda. Okay. If she is, which I'm completely fine with, because it'll be badass. As long as they don't kill her, I will be fine with it. I don't want her to die. Yeah. Because there's so much more that you could do with her. Yeah, she has a new intent. I want people to understand that the MCU Scarlet Witch, who, by the way, the directors of Endgame themselves said would have killed Thanos, would have killed Thanos by herself had he not called down that strike, is not even comparable to the Marvel Comics version of Scarlet right. Witch. Right, and if you don't know, Thanos is actually an Eternal. Right. So, um, his brother's name, uh, oh God, I forget it. I forget his na real name, but they call him Star Fox. Yeah. Um, so if you haven't watched the Eternals movie, uh, one of the scenes in it, obviously, this is going to be a spoiler now, has his brother in it. Yeah, and some leprechaun, which I don't, Pip Pippin or something? Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not sure what he is. Um, Looks like a leprechaun. He does a little bit, but um, it sounds like he was voiced by like Seth Rogen. I think it was Seth Rogen, which is fantastic. But, <laughs> um, but Thanos is way different than the rest of the Eternals. He's way bigger. He's way stronger. He's mm -hmm. faster. Um, but he looks the way he does because he had a deviant gene that affected. Yeah, the his way they chin. He has ball chin. Yeah, um, like Men in Black, the Balchinians. Yes. Um, so, I mean, we look at characters like that, and I'm like, Thanos is crazy, crazy strong. Yeah. I mean, there's very few characters that could go toe-to-toe -to -toe with him. And Wanda's just like, mm, I'm gonna kill you. Uh, that was actually one of... So, we don't have... I really couldn't find a lot of quotes or anything from her, so I will list the one that she says in that scene when... When they get ready to fight, and he's like, "I don't even know you," and she's like, "You will." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like you're that's about, a promise. That's, that's you're about to find out yeah, right yeah. now who I am. That's not a threat. She's promising you. You'll remember who she is. Um, 
But yeah, and then the last one was West Coast Avengers, uh, in case people aren't aware. Uh, at some point in the comics, there's so much, like, crime and threats to uh, the citizens and the world and even the universe. They end up splitting up into two separate groups. One handles the East Coast, one handles the West Coast. Right. Um, and she ends up on their, on their team as well. I, I think... Because I, I was reading a comic book about Vision, and I believe he's in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. So I think he ends up over in the um, West Coast Avengers with her. And that's kind of how that happens. Gotcha. But, yeah. So, also, uh, sidebar, Vision in the comics is a lot different, too. He was not created by Bruce Banner and, and Tony Stark. He was created by Hank Pym. Right. And uh, he, I don't know, he's kind of more of a, like a robot than he is an AI, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and he's also Ultron's son. So like, I think Hank Pym creates the concept, and he obviously creates Ultron, and then Ultron kind of creates him. And in the comics, he's kind of like, like, I think, Basically refers to him as his father. Right. And I forget the name of the chick, but Ultron ends up making a wife for himself, too. Mm. And, uh, because he couldn't find any real love. Because he's, you know, weird little android robot guy. So, who's <laughs> that? But yeah. So, we got that. And then, uh, so, no real quotes on it. Uh, we covered all this good stuff. TV appearances, obviously she was in WandaVision, her show. We believe that there's supposed to be a season two at some point, which would be fantastic. And then she's been in, I don't know, she's been in Age of Ultron. She was in uh, Civil War. She was in um, Endgame and Infinity War. Right. Um, so her first her first introduction was in um, Age of Ultron, correct? No. Her first full-time introduction was in Age of Ultron. She is shown at the end of... Yeah, so she was in the... The regular Avengers, I think, wasn't it? Well, I don't think it was that far back. Or Captain America. Anyway, yeah. she's She in... was in a clip for Right, a she's in an end, end credit scene with Pietro, and they're in a cage being locked up, and you see her like huddled on the floor, and she's doing some sort of weird... Uh, yep. Jazz hands and it's making some magic, and then he's kind of running around being fast, right? Yeah, so he does. Yeah, so I do vaguely remember that now you say it, but yeah, it's as far as like like full blown appearance of the character would have been Age of Ultron. So, she's done quite a bit, and she's been on quite a journey in the MCU so far. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, she has a lot of baggage, and because she's such a troubled soul. <laughs> Yeah, that great, great, greatly impacts who and what she is and how she behaves, and I have a feeling that she's gonna get pushed over the edge in yeah. this movie. I think is what's gonna happen. Something's gonna happen because do you remember she she has some sort of multiversal awareness? Sure. Um, so after their series ended with her essentially letting her children die that she created, 
be reabsorbed back into her hex. When she shut it down because she couldn't keep them alive outside of the hex. Um, They did that little scene where she's meditating and reading the Darkhold. And you hear faintly her kids yell and she looks up. Meaning she's aware that somewhere... Yeah. At some point in time in the multiverse or whatever that they're alive. And I have a feeling that that is going to have... Like a trigger point for her? They're either going to try to... Maybe they'll try to prevent her from finding that. I don't know what's going to happen, but something's going to trigger her, I have a feeling, and she's going to... She's going to go batshit crazy on them. (laughs) And, um... We don't know... Exactly who they're saying... In the... In the... Um... The trailer... They said that you're the most, basically the most dangerous person to the multiverse is you. But was, was he talking to himself? You know, were they talking to Dr. Strange right, or were right. they talking to somebody else? We really don't know. Well, you see in the clip too, he, he finds her and she immediately believes it's about Westview. Right. And he's like, I don't really care about that and I'm, I'm not here for that. But uh, I wanted to, I want to briefly discuss that, like... So Charles Xavier can kind of do mind control, right? He can kind of like get in your head, and it's limited. Right. I mean, I mean, it, it's extremely powerful. Um, as far as that type of ability, he's definitely the most powerful. But um, but then, he he has to use Cerebro to expand his sure. abilities. Um, and then in the Eternals movie, once again, spoilers, you have Druig, who can. Do that, but to a little bit higher of a degree, he can get in your minds and control. Well, he you. said he he said he could control everybody on the entire planet if you wanted to. Oh, yeah, that's true. You're right. You're right. So that in itself is impressive too. But he's also an eternal, right? He right? was designed to do that, right? By crazy powerful beings. Right. Now, her in Wandavision, without even starting the uh, studying the dark hole yet. She took over a whole she town. She took over a whole town and made them believe there's somebody different. Made them live these like storybook, <laughs> reality television kind of lives, and wiped Vision's memory in a way and kind of reset it to what he didn't know was going on. Right. None of the people in the town knew what was happening. They had Shield and all these other pe- or agencies, the FBI, will get together trying to figure out what's going on in there, sitting there watching her every move. Like right, that's nuts. That she can mind control essentially an entire city, and, and then too something else I thought was impressive was that she became aware of what was going on on the inside. She then leaves the hacks, yeah, and comes out and threatens them, and then goes back in, yeah, yep, like it was nothing. So, I mean, she's definitely a character that like you don't want to be on her bad side. Well, too, like when she. When she creates the hex and she, she does all the, the mind control, she keeps it like it was it's somewhat like you said, she doesn't even need to focus on it to keep it existing. It just exists because she made it exist. Right. Like she's not sitting there holding her hand on the hex or or doing some weird like when Doctor Shane's gonna open a portal, he has to do that, that hand gesture and stuff like that. He can't even do it without the sling ring. Right. Her? But she doesn't even. It doesn't. Even, she's not even thinking about it. 
when she's talking to them. She has right. no and real... Her hand gestures only are required for certain... Like her... I think her... Uh, um, yeah, so here it says... Uh, through gestures and mental concentration, she can create finite pockets of force that can disrupt reality. And she can also hurl these hex spheres at her intended targets. So basically she uses that to create hex spheres. It sounds like me after Taco Bell again. <laughs> I can hurl it at people. Anyway... <clears throat> no, in all seriousness, she's she's just a remarkable, remarkable character, and uh, yeah, man, this is it was fun learning about her. It really was, and I can't wait to see. Part of me believes that in the movie Multiverse of Madness, Strange is going to go there, talking to her, doing her gardening kind of stuff, and he's going to be like. You know, can sense your energy or whatever. You gotta calm it down, because once that the multiverse kind of split and started letting people in, yeah. I don't know. There's so many events happening all at the same time. Right. It's hard to know if you can attribute it to just Spider-Man and the spell, or her and Westview, which. The, the, that spell might end up being none of it. Right. It might have nothing because maybe they did fix it. Right. And maybe something else entirely different ha- like happens. Like Loki. Like the end of Loki. Where we do know that the timelines are, are splitting. Right. But as to whether or not that means that those separate timelines are going to interfere with each other is completely questionable. Right. Or if we're just going to have characters that crack something and characters start coming in or... Or like they, uh, we talked about, uh, like America Chavez or something like that. Yeah, where she has the ability to open up portals across yeah. different universes. She is what's her name in the comics? I don't know. I, I don't like, know a lot about her. I know that she's been brought up recently. Miss Marvel is her her name. Oh, oh yeah, Marvel. that's okay. Yeah. Okay, I see. So, yeah, I know Miss Marvel, Marvel, but I I didn't know the two names were synonymous I, I with be- each other. Let so. me see. I believe they're the same. Because uh, I've seen her in. Um, in like the video games and stuff, she's a relatively new character. I believe right. she was just created in like the early two thousands. Um, so let me see. Just do a brief look here to see if they're the same person. American Chavez. Is that what's her name? America. America Chavez. Yeah, I mean, why yeah. is... America Chavez is a superhero appearing in American comic books. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, she also goes by Miss America. Miss America. Apparently. Who is, she's the second uh, Marvel character to go by that name. But yeah. Um, yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Spoiler here a little bit. If you don't want to hear this, kind of tune out. Um, there's a girl who's cast as her listed in the Multiverse of Madness. Well, I had heard, I had heard rumors flying around. I mean, that I think anybody who actually follows close enough attention on on things like movies and whatnot will probably figure that out. But it's definitely a good probability that she'll have some sort of hand to play in all of these characters that will be coming in 
So obviously we've done this going into the fact that we know that we're discussing the overall premise going into this movie. Um, and so I think we kind of covered Wanda pretty well. And obviously we did Doctor Strange last week. Um, do you want to discuss a so little bit about this movie? So, yeah, so let's, let's talk about the movie a little bit. So what do we know? What do we know about the movie so far? Um, so from the trailer, the things that we do know, um, obviously that there is at least going to be, I believe, at least three versions of Doctor Strange. So we're going to have um, the current version of Doctor Strange that we're all familiar with. We are going to have the dark version of Doctor Strange. I don't know if he's really good or really bad. Um, spoilers, if you have not watched um, the What If series, um, this Doctor Strange seems very similar. I don't know if they're the same or not, though. I do know that they have said that the What If series does tie in directly to the movies, but he's at the very least similar to the Doctor Strange that they had in there. Oh, actually, according to this, it's confirmed that Miss Marvel will be in the movie. Right. So it's not a rumor anymore. She's definitely going to be in the movie. Okay. Um, so let's see. And then, so we have, I found a list of characters that were um, rumored to make cameos in the movie. Right. Okay. So we got Sir Ian McKellen, Magneto. Uh, he was the original Magneto in the X-Men 1, 2, and 3. He also played Gandalf, and he is amazing. He was also in... Uh... Days of Future's Past, correct? Yes. Um, Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. I don't even care if he's in it for a brief period. He's just in the background reading a newspaper. It's fine. I don't care. Just I need him in there. Nicolas Cage is Ghost Rider, which would be interesting. Um, I don't know that you could continue... Uh, a story with Johnny Blaze that Nicolas Cage is playing? Like, I don't know if... I don't think it would make sense to keep him going, necessarily. I mean, maybe if they did, like, their own... Because now we're... Now we're establishing multiple worlds. Right. So, I I mean, they could still continue their own series separately. But now any any series they do from this point forward, if they're going to tack onto ones that have already existed, are now going to have to be impacted by the events of the MCU. Right, the Nexus events. Right, so whatever happens here is going to have to affect those other movies. So, like, for example, we've got Andrew Garfield with Far From Home. Um, If they continue on with that, I'm assuming that he's going to remember what happened in in, But he won't remember No Way Home. Peter, right? He might. He is Peter, so he might, and might in fact, I don't know if, crazy if he forgets who he is. Um, <laughs> and then we got Sophie Turner as Jean Grey. Um, she's the one from the earlier slash later. Uh, tri- so trilogy. they're from they're from the younger versions of the characters. So obviously, I don't think at this point it would make sense to bring Funky Jensen back. No, not really. I no. mean, uh, her character was killed off. I think that they should just leave leave it the yeah. way it, the way it is, um, but yes, bringing her back as the younger version. Well, I don't want to say younger version. It, it is younger version, but it's also not. It's kind of hard yeah, to explain. Excellent. If you're yeah, 
if you're not familiar with the X-Men franchise, then to make a long story short, they went back and did some prequel movies, and they don't necessarily line up exactly with what's they going were, on. They, they, they were beating DC to the point and making weird decisions. Um, then we got Tom Hilson's Loki, which wouldn't surprise me in the slightest. No. Um, we have Sir Patrick Stewart as Professor Xavier. I, you know what? I, sw- I swear he just let him continue going until he's dead. he's dead. I don't. I mean, he is to me. I don't know. I can't think of anybody to replace him. I mean, I know it's nothing personal to their their recasting for the younger version, but just Patrick Stewart to me is is Professor yeah. Xavier. I just don't. I don't. Um. We got Zoe Saldana's Gamora, which I this is the first time hearing about this. We have Tom Cruise as Tony Stark from a different universe. I'm not entirely sure I'm happy about this because I'm not a big Tom Cruise fan like at all. But and I'm a big Iron Man fan and I'm a big RDJ fan. So number three is Hugh Jackman's Wolverine. I swear, if this is not real, I'm going to cry. I'll pee my pants. Either way, I'm going to pee my pants. And the one, the one and only request I have is that at whatever point in time he makes an appearance, it is in comic-accurate costume. It doesn't have to be spandex. I think they, what they need to do is go something more along the lines of like the the material that they've used for like some of the, the most recent Captain America suits. Like that heavy, sturdy fabric weave, you know, that it's got. Like something like that, and then just a really badass looking uh, cowl or whatever you want to call it. So, the question is, do you want the actual original costume he wore, the brown and black? No, I want the yellow and blue. The yellow and blue. I've never, I mean, it's nothing against their designs. I just, the yellow and blue one's always been my favorite. Um, and then we got Sophia DiMartino as Sylvie, uh, basically the female Loki in Loki. Uh, it, yeah, Loki. Um, and then we got Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. And this would make sense, obviously, because he just made an appearance in, um, in No Way Home. But uh, it also makes sense because Sam Raimi is the director and... Um, that would be a good time for them to reunite. And I believe they got along pretty well, right? They yes, really, yes, yes. They as like far as I know, each other. So, um, so yeah. So those are all the real heavily rumored ones. Then we also have John Krasinski as fan, uh, Mr. Fantastic. Um, I've heard uh, Ben Affleck uh, coming back for Daredevil. Um, all I've I heard know is the other Daredevil is going to be in it too. The uh, Charlie Cox. Yeah, I've heard he might be in it. Um, Punisher. We might have um, we might have multiple Ghost Riders. I have no idea. I mean, really, I mean, you could sit here and try to list it all out, uh, and I think we're just going to waste time if we really go through everything we could possibly think of. Um, but basically, they've said there's going to be more heroes in this than Endgame. Than Endgame. And that's quite crazy. And, and the thing I've said is what we know is that they're now, essentially, they're establishing the longest-running and largest franchise ever created for cinema. Almost any media, even. Almost. Yeah, I mean, arguably. I mean, because, I mean, like I said, because people are like, oh, they should, oh, here's another one. Uh, Eric Bana, they talked about bringing back for his original Hulk. People are like, oh, they should bring Edward Norton back. 
and Mark Ruffalo. I'm like, but Edward Norton is Mark Ruffalo's all the right, same. Right, the same being. I was like, if you really want to blow people's mind, have Lou Ferrigno come back as the Hulk. Just for a few minutes. I don't even care. I would I would die. Just punch his door in the face. Because could you imagine t- like things like that, like those old TV series that people watched back then, like in the 70s and stuff, and this was like... I, I love watching those. Yeah. I mean, I've bought them and watched them, and that's like way outside our generation. But these guys are literally about to wreck our brains. I mean, and I try not to, to think about it too much because I have no idea where they're going to go with this. All I know is that Benedict Cumberbatch said that this movie is going to live up to its title. It is literally going to be a multiverse of madness. Good. So there's going to be all sorts of chaos. I know that... Um, uh, oh, goodness, my brain swamped. Like, Rachel McAdams' character. Why am I drawing a blank on her name? Um, his girlfriend. I can't think yeah, of Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, she's going to be um, uh, becoming... Uh, like a, I can't remember what the character's called, but essentially like nurses for the heroes. And um, yeah, but was she, I forget. Was she the one that was in the original Doctor Strange movie? She was his girlfriend in the okay. Yes, I it was played by the same actress. Yes, so it's, it'd be weird though if they brought her back as that because in a way it's the same. She's playing the same role. You know what I'm saying? No, it's still her. In the comics, she becomes. I can't remember what they call them. There's like three of them. Um, do you remember uh, in the um, Daredevil series, um, Rosario Dawson's character? Do you remember her? She no. she took care of Daredevil a couple times when he got injured. There's uh, a few of them that exi- that end up becoming essentially they just take care of the heroes when they get injured and stuff. They're their nurses, right? But they gave them like an official. Like, I don't want to say, like, superhero name, but an official type of name. I just can't remember what it is off the top of my head. But um, they've got all sorts of stuff going on, and I have a feeling people people are going to die. I'm thinking a lot of people are going to die. I may die. Yeah. I mean, we probably have a heart attack in the theater. Um, So, I mean, I really don't know. I I don't... I've said this. I have a feeling it's going to be Wong. I have a feeling Wong's gonna die, but I really don't want Wong to die because I really like him. I don't. I don't know. He was like he's like Coulson. He yeah. was that character. You just you just, you just like him. Yeah, you that'd be can. like killing Lewis from Ant Man. Like it doesn't make sense. I would be so. There's just some characters yeah. like they're just, they're just supporting characters. They're not like an important role per se in the grand scheme of things, but you just want them there. Yeah. And when they're gone, it's like it tortures your soul a little bit. And to me, Wong is one of those characters. I love. His interaction with Strange, and um, they have a good back and forth in the movies. Yeah, I love that they're not always on the same page, but they kind of like they just give each other shit. And so I think that was a good episode. I think we talked about a lot of things, including the movie. So next week, folks, tune in. We're going to be basically doing a hypothetical battle between Strange and Scarlet Witch. So the way this might play out is that it might be. Uh, a couple like variations depending on circumstances. Right. We're gonna we're gonna give you scenario A, scenario B, scenario C, and then what we think would happen if the if they would go at it. Right. Um. So yeah. Uh. Hope you guys uh, tune in next week for that, and uh, we had fun, and uh, hope to see you then. Yeah. Smell you later. <laughs> see ya.